All right. So the Gemara is saying like this. Amar le Rava. So Rava is telling Rav Chizda, really? Hashta. Now, um, if a man, these witnesses would have come to Bezdin, and they were saying, look, they're putting a gun to our heads to sign. Um, and if we don't sign, we're going to get killed. We would actually tell them that the halacha provides that you're not obligated to give up your life when it comes to these things. Uh, go sign in the Lotus Scotland and don't allow yourselves to get killed. Because we have said elsewhere, the only thing that um, that's more valuable than your own life is to avoid idolatry, to avoid um, prohibited acts of relations, and murder. Just those three. Those are the only three uh, cases where you need to give up your life. False, uh, false signing is not uh, is not one of them. So the that they signed, You say, what, what, what business? What kind of business? Why did you sign? If they would have asked us beforehand, should they sign? We would tell them go sign. So now you're telling me that they signed. You say, why didn't you do so? What did you do? Why, why would you sign falsely? So that can't make sense. That can't be the reason of our mayor. So we're changing it. So what is it? All the time, they're a mayor. The reason of our mayor is because says over in the name of If you admit that the star, that this star you wrote, doesn't need anything more than that. It doesn't need what's called a kiyam. The guy himself admits that the star was written. So a borrower says, yes, I wrote that star. Um, and um, so that's, that's all you need. You don't need to go anywhere. Any, uh, he doesn't need a kiyam. He doesn't need to verify the signatures or anything. Um, and the borrower is not able to say that I paid, paid, I, I paid it back. You can't say, hapesh asar hapeshe hitem. Because once you say this is a kosher, a kosher star, the borrower admits that he borrowed the money. End of story. We cannot, you know, like, why does he still have the star in his hand? Obviously, you never paid. Oh, I paid. Then why didn't he give you the star? That's, well, that's what the situation is over here. Okay. And that's what Rameir is saying, you know, why Rameir says that, they, um, that they're not believed even um, uh, uh, in this case. Okay, now, so we're going to go over this idea. Gufa, we just mentioned, when the borrower admits that he wrote the star, you don't need to verify the signatures to the, 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 the witnesses. It's already, it's considered valid right then and there. Why are you making it like a, a stolen statement? It's almost like you're saying something as if it's your own idea, okay? Um, that's not even a dispute, first of all. Um, isn't that the machlokas? So fine, so say that way. The law is like a mayor. Um, um, 
So therefore, I don't, I, you know, like, well, why would you say it as if it's a, a blanket statement when it happens to be a machlokas between Umeir and the Chachamim? So Omar So what is your opinion? Okay, Rav Nachman, what do you hold? Okay, do you agree? What do you? What's your opinion if somebody admits that he wrote the star? What's the story? So when somebody comes to us to accord a law, we preempt any court statement. They say, look, you want to come in with any documentation? Um, we're not. We're not even going to listen to the case until you can come in with pre-verified signatures. Okay, you have uh, signatures of witnesses. I want to. I want to make sure that you know that everything is established. There's no question of uh, questionable documentation over here that, you know, not verified. I want everything verified that with, uh, you know, uh, certified signatures, okay? That's, that's the start. And then we'll start talking about the, whether the money's owed or not. So that's Rav Nachman's take. Okay. So once we're on the topic of questionable shtaros, a star that was forced, so Amrav Yudam Rav, Rav Yudam Rav, Haomer Shtara Manuzeh. Man says, this is a star of trust. What's going on over here? Very interesting thing. Um, basically, um, I would like to borrow money, let's say. Okay, but, um, um, well, but to entice you to lend me the money, I say, look, here I have a document, I have it already written up that says that I owe you the money. I'm giving you the star already, you have the star in hand that with the IOU note, signature, etc. And now, all that's missing is to, that you have to lend me the money, and I trust you so much that you're not going to come to collect without actually lending me the money. So it shows an extra level of how much I'm trusting you, and hopefully, you know, you know it, it works out right, you know, that he's not going to come collect even though he never lent me the money. So that's what it means, a shtar of amana, a, trusted, a trusting shtar. Uh, you say that that's the kind of star it is, that there was never a loan? He's not believed. So who's the one talking here? The Kamerman, who's the talker? Elam and the Kamerlova, the borrower saying, oh yeah, that star? Oh, that's not a real star. That's a star of mana. I gave it to him without actually borrowing the money. Yeah, right. Okay. Pshita, Kalkamina, why should we believe that, this, uh, that that's, uh, that's a very hard thing to believe? That Of course you're going to say that as a borrower, that it was not a real star. Okay. Valid to come from out of the lender saying it. Yeah, I never really, um, I never really lent him the money. He gave, he pre gave me the star before I lent him the money. Of course, you should be blessed. Okay, Allah the ate him. It's witnesses said, the witnesses who signed on the star are claiming that this is a star mana that was written without the actual transaction taking place. It was pre written and pre signed. So uh, if there's an independent verification of their signature, of course they shouldn't be believed. They're basically saying it's not a good star. So what's the case over here that we're saying about a star mana that somebody said, you claim it's a star mana, it's not believed. Who's the, who is that? What are we talking about? Okay. So We're talking about the borrower said it. What's the story with the Baruch? The Rafuna, like Rafuna says, Tom Rafuna, Marav, Modu Bishashakasu, Intarchalakaimo. If you admit, they say, Yeah, of course, that's a real star. That's me. I wrote that star. But it was the star of Mana. Now you don't even need a Kiyom. 
We don't even need to verify the witnesses because you're admitting that you actually wrote it. Even though you're saying that you never owed the money because you never really borrowed it, that's basically verifies the star as a valid star. Because that part, we're not going to believe you. But you, you are saying that this was a star written about you, that you owe the money to this man. Okay, done. We don't even need to look further to verify the signatures. That's what Rabbi says. It, the, 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 basically, the borrower um, is good as certified this star as valid. Even though that's not what he's trying to say. Abay Amar, another take. We're talking about where the lender is the one who's saying. So of course we should believe the lender. He says that it's not a real star. We're talking about where he owes money to somebody else. Okay? And that's why we, it's questionable whether we should believe the lender. Why? As we know, there's something called the Shibudu Rabbi which is basically if I borrow money, the transitive property of debt, if I owe money to Reuven, and Reuven owes money to Mati, so then uh, Mati doesn't need to go to Reuven to collect from Reuven and then come collecting, and then Reuven collects from me. He can go straight, straight to me. Okay, that's the concept of Reb Nasa. Okay, you follow the case? I don't, I don't need to go straight with him. Him. You could come straight to me because since I owe him money and he owes you money, you could just go straight to me and then I could I would give you the money. Okay, that's the concept of Rebbe Nassan. So that's what's going on over here is that the Ruvain produces the star. There's the star that shows that that I borrowed money from Ruvain, and Ruvain says, "Oh, that star, that was a star of mana. He never really borrowed the money, and now you're up the creek." <laughs> you can't go to me anymore. So it's Kavla Kherim, it has harm to, 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 to you. So that's why it's not so posh that you would believe him, and that's the idea. Okay. Um, so that's the story with the Shtar Mana. Okay. Uh, and he's saying that he's not believed, the lender is not, the lender is not believed because it's harming you. The Tanya we learned in the price of Nasan Omer, Minayim Lenoshe Bechaver Mana. How do you know when somebody um, owes a hundred? Bechaver Bechaver, and again, a friend to another friend. Minayim Shemotziyim Mizeh Benosim Lizeh. You can go straight from the ultimate borrower and pay the ultimate lender. Tamalomar Benosan Laasher Ashamlo. You give it to the one who it's ultimately owed to. That's what that means, and that's indicating that he has a right to claim it directly from the, you know, the, the borrower of his borrower. Now, if Ashyamar, a different answer. We're talking about with the witnesses. The case over here, where Rav is saying, you person's not, we don't believe some, a claim of Shtar Mana, is where the witnesses are saying that. And they're also saying, and they're also, there's no independent verification of this signature. So why isn't it believed? Why not believe them? Person is not allowed to leave some type of a document like that that's basically a false document in his house. You can't leave. You can't keep. Can't let dwell in your house an avla, uh, a, a miscarriage of justice, which is basically such a document that's uh, basically a false document. You can't leave that around. And therefore, the witnesses for signing had no business signing. Okay? 
This Chiddush of Rav Kana tells us, Edim Shamra Amana Hayut If Edim say, look, this that never took place. It was just a Shtar Amana. Ain Amana did not believed. Why not? Kivin De Avlahu. Since it's an Avla to even have such a Shtar around, that's a Shtar Amana because you just, you know, it's like a lift. It's like a Mikshal. You're leaving such a, you know. Uh, temptation in in hand. He never lent the money, and now he has a start that the guy owes him all this money. So, avla uh, lachasmi. People would not should not sign on an avla, and it falls into the category of, you know, you know, they can't be. They're not believed to say about themselves that they're rishayim, because it's a rishus. It's an evil de- a deed to sign on a document that's not true. They're not even saying that they're forth, forced. They're saying that. Uh, that, oh, it was uh, written up in, you know, as a trust document. It's baloney, you shouldn't make such documents. Okay. Amr of Yeshua Bar Levi. Yeshua Bar Levi says, Similarly, if there was a star that was paid, you can't keep such a star in your house. Meaning, the guy, let's say, you know, the guy says, you know, you borrowed the money from me, yeah. Uh, and then he came to pay back. He says, where's the star? Oh, I lost it, whatever. Yeah, I can't find it. And he trusts him. And then you find the star that's paid. You can't leave it. You have to destroy it right away. Okay? It's an avla. Okay? It's in the name of Rav. That's the beginning of the Pasuk. What is that talking about? If you have some falsehood in your, in your hands, distance it. That's a star pasin. Tapasim is a similar idea to a Shtarmana. Basically, what it means is, it's uh, where I want to show that uh, um, that he's a very trustworthy guy. Yeah, and he's a rich guy. Right, and prove exactly what that is. He's but that's right. a phony document. It's a phony document, exactly. It's a phony <laughs> document that's saying that all these people owe money. And you look how look how rich he is. You know, he's, he has there's thousands of people who owe money. It's um, completely false. It's not, so that's called a Shtarpasim. To Mithayes others to lend money to him. Okay? That's also Avim Yadcharakikeu, distant, that's false, basically. It's phony, exactly. Phony. Okay. What does that mean? That's having a paid document still in your house. Now, Mandyamashtaprua, if you say that Shtaprua is a problem, Kolskin Shtaramana, for sure Shtaramana is a problem. Mandyamashtaramana, Vashtaprua, low. There may be a validity to keep such a, a document that's been already paid. Because sometimes there's like a, a, an expense that needs to be taken care of by the borrower. In general, when borrowers come to borrow from the lender, so who's responsible for the documentation fee? It's the borrower. The problem is, is that the borrower doesn't have the money the documentation fee, okay? So he has to borrow the money first, okay? So first he's borrowing the money. And, uh, and it's laid out by the lender. And, oh, you, so and the lender's saying, oh, you, you paid me back, that's very nice, but you, not, you want the star? Pay for the, for the fee for the, for the writing up of the document, you know, whatever it is, this, uh, the, the software who wrote it up, that, and then we'll, pay, then we'll give it back to you. Some, there's an opinion that says that maybe that's not the end of the world to, have, to hold on to that. Even though, technically, you can still you know, reclaim it. 
Okay, itmar, similar, just like it's an issue to have document, false documents lying around your home. Sefer she'enu muka. If you have a Sefer Torah that's not vetted as accurate, um, so up until 30 days you can keep it around. After that, you can keep it around. For the same reason. It's not accurate, it's not good, it's not a kosher Sefer Torah. If witnesses come in and say that what we signed on was just a, an amana of a trust, but it wasn't real, ain't amana, we don't believe it. They're saying that uh, uh, that it was a moda, meaning that uh, yes, uh, you, you know, we we signed the star, um, but it was uh, basically. It was a sale, and uh, we signed on it. But he made a moda that you know that this whole sale was a forced sale. Okay, so he, he told us in, in you know that, that that he was forced to to do the sale and write up the document. So although we signed, but it's a moda. Ain't We don't believe that. That we would believe. My What's the difference? The difference is this. I need to look that has a, a, you know, there's a, there's a point to write a star um, when it's a case of a moda. Because after all, you know, the guy needs to, you know, he, he's being forced to sell it, maybe, uh, or, you know, to write a writ of sale, you know, so they, they should write it. But amana, there's no point in writing this. You should not write down an amana. There, the guy said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm being forced to sell it. I need to sell it because he's going to kill me if I don't sell it to him. So, uh, but, uh, you know, but I made a moda. So the point being is, is that the moda is believable, the amon is not. Oh, so the question is this, what about, what about the, if they say that there was a condition on top of the star that was never met? Okay, so in other words, yes, the star was written and had a right to be written, but um, uh, that's the question. So condition precedent? Meaning a condition is that saying like, or, this, this money is owed to him, provided that he does A, B, C, and D. And he never did A, B, C, and D. So that's what they're saying. Yes, there's a document, but there's a, it was a verbal condition that the document was dependent on. Is that acceptable? Or which category does it fit in? Do we say, The reason why we don't accept the moda and don't accept the amonis because that basically disp- you know, uproots the entire star. It's also uprooting the star. Or, or, on the other hand, maybe we look at a condition as a separate thing. The document, we're not cha- saying the va- the, 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 we're not claiming this document is not valid. It's just something else that, that, that this document is dependent on. So maybe it is acceptable. So I'm like, you also come on the dina. When they come to court, I'm reading the whole zilu kaimu tenaichu, the chuslu dina. Go make sure the conditions are met, and then go to court. So that's the idea. Now, what about this case? Aid omer tenai, veid omer eino tenai. What if there's two witnesses that are signed? One of them says that there was a condition that was attached to this document, and the other one says there was no conditions attached to this document. So Rapapa says, look, 
They're both saying it's a good star. So we believe them that it's a good star. So the, and the star is a valid star. Now, Baha'i, the Kalmar, tonight, the one who puts a condition on it, Havalechad, he's a single aid. And therefore, it's one against two, and therefore we throw it out the window. That's Rav Papa's logic. So, Mask of Rav Huna, Brady Rav Yishua, Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yishua, asked on that. Why are two people able to uproot their star by saying that it's conditioned? They only wait. Why, how does that work? By putting that condition attached to the star, that's basically saying that our testimony is not a given, that it's true. Okay? It's coming to uproot their testimony. Okay? And that's the difference. Um, so, the law is like Ravuna Breda Yeshua, that he's basically like we don't have verified signatures here. Because it's basically saying, yes, I signed, but there is, there's a condition that, that, that was never met on this, on this document. So, we don't have two signatures here. Okay? So, that's the, how you look so at it. the condition was listed in the contract? No, it was no. a verbal it's condition. A verbal condition. That was, associated the with the contract. Associated with the contract, exactly. There's, by the way, lots of sales where that happens, okay, in properties. Okay, you know, like, the sale is at this price, and they don't, they don't put it in the document, but they verbally say, yeah, we're going to do a paint job, we're going to do this and that. But they only do that verbally, so, like, whatever. And but then it never happens. Then it never happens, no. exactly. <laughs> but they do that all the time. Mm. Yeah, uh, it does, uh, it doesn't never happen, just, you know. Many times it does. Many does. It doesn't, it doesn't happen exactly as they say. Yeah. All right. Okay. I only do one coat of paint. All right. Um, the next piece is really going to continue into the next stop, but we'll just start it. We might have to start it over again to understand it from next time. Okay. Two people signed on a star, and they're not alive anymore. We verify their signatures. They're not here to talk. Okay? They're, they're gone. But, we know their signatures. But, guess what? Two people who, who are the ones who recognize the signatures are also saying that, it's, that, that, that uh, there's something wrong with the star. Then they'll be believed because Hapesha Asar Hapesha Yitir. However, if we have other witnesses who are independently verifying the signatures, or we have their signature coming from somewhere else, um, so, um, there was a star that was Questioned, okay, um, that he the the claimant, or is that what you call the guy, the nitba, the one who was claimed the money from, uh, was being wanted, who was saying that he owes money, he said that star is not good. and it was established, meaning the guy said it's a fraud. The guy who borrowed the money is saying, or you know, was who was saying is owed the money, owes money. He's saying that star is not true, and then they verified it. Then these people who want to say that we know about this document that it's false, they're not believed. 
and they can collect from it as if it's a fully fully good star, and we ignore their statement altogether. And that's the Gemara's question. I'm going to see this tomorrow. Am I trainer training? Why is this fall into the category of two Wait, against the second group? Right, it's two against two. It falls into that. So we're going to see that tomorrow. We'll see that for tomorrow. Okay.